What's happening, everybody? What's going on? Welcome back. Sorry for the crazy time off. I apologize. But uh, your boy has been put to work lately, and I'm kind of gassed. But I need to free my mind. I got to speak my mind, man. We got to talk about a few things here because I'm a little behind. And uh, we're just going to cut in straight to it. So, 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 so. We got to talk about the NBA Finals right now. I didn't get a chance to put out a a podcast on who I thought was going to win the finals before the series started sucks but I did say I believe that Golden State was going to win the chip before right now they're down 2-1 to Boston who's playing some good basketball so what my thing from Boston is they really got a shot right now Boston is one of those scrappy teams that They are on the brink of not being a dirty team. And me personally, I want to support the coach just because of his wife. Lord have mercy. Me alone, thank you for blessing us in this world. Listen, I hate doing that. I apologize. I'm tired of guy that if if a female is off limits, I don't even talk about her, look look at her, or even react in a certain way. That is disrespectful to her husband and her. But this is Nia Long we talk about. Y'all, y'all need to understand. I've been in love with Nia Long since long before Friday. Second, she got put on the scene. Okay? But it's a married woman. Off limits. But that's not what I want to talk about right now. We got to talk about Draymond Green right now, y'all. Listen. I am legit the biggest Draymond Green hater of all time on the basketball court. I respect Draymond Green's hustle. But we need to talk, man. Like, can we cut this out? If Draymond Green is a Hall of Famer, this generation of basketball is legit garbage. Period. Yeah, I said it. If y'all if y'all don't agree with me, who cares? It's my show. Draymond Green is not a Hall of Famer. If you let Draymond Green get in the Hall of Fame, everybody in the world should be in the Hall of Fame that plays in the NBA. Seriously. T.J. Warren needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Like, legit. Serious business. Marcus Smart can go in the Hall of Fame for Draymond Green if it's, if it's my choice. Draymond Green is the biggest fraud, but he plays his role. But he's not a Hall of Famer. And it's kind of tough to have this conversation because guys like Ben Wallace is in the Hall of Fame. Now, Ben Wallace has been a very productive player for, what, five, six-year span in the NBA? But we got 
to remember, Ben Wallace played in the league for about, what, 14, 15 years? And see, this is what the issue is. What is the criteria of a Hall of Famer? Because we're putting Draymond Green at a certain level right now, and he doesn't belong yet. Y'all can debate me all you want. Just, okay, Draymond Green plays pretty solid defense. Okay, cool. You know what pisses me off about that? Dennis Rodman was legit a career 16 rebound man. He legit went seasons at the All-Star break when he was averaging 19 and 20 and 17 rebounds a game and did not make an All-Star team. Draymond Green has made an All-Star game averaging a triple single. Draymond Green made an all-star team averaging 7.7 rebounds and and five assists a game. How, Sway? But yet still, you're arguing with me about how this NBA is better than 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. They're not letting guys like that into the all-star game those years ago. This is how difficult the NBA was to get to be an all-star back in those days. There were 24 slots in the all-star team. Literally, your superstars were so good, 18 of those spots was automatic. Let me say that again. Your top superstars were so good, 18 of those slots were automatic. We cannot say that right now. Maybe 12. Half of the All-Stars are pretty much automatic every single year. Right now, LeBron, Giannis, Joker, MB, Ja... That's five. Who else am I missing? And we can't say if healthy. Can't say if healthy. Because that's another thing. These guys ain't healthy. Like Paul George makes the all-star team every year. Paul George can't play over 60 games. If Kawhi Leonard just steps on the court, he's an all-star. He can't play 50 games. Anthony Davis steps on the court. He's an all-star. He can't play. These guys can't stay on the court. Think about this. Back in back in the days, outside of Shaq, guys legit played 70-plus games. 75-plus. Legit. I want you guys to look up a stat. There were only five players in the NBA that played 82 games this year. Five. That's unheard of. Five. 
There was 85 players that missed games because of rest. Because of rest. You play basketball as a profession. During the season, guys got rest on practice days. Like, what are we doing? But we're we getting off topic. Let's go back to Draymond, man. Draymond Green is not the reason why the Golden State Warriors are winning and losing this series. I'm tired of people saying it. It's the dumbest statement I've ever heard in my entire life. Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole have to play out of their minds in order for Golden State to win this right now. Think about this. Jason Tatum is not playing a good series. And Boston is still playing good. Marcus Smart is playing amazing defense. Robert Williams, who, for the life of me, I was trying to tell people the year he got drafted, he should be a first-round pick. And Boston stole him late in the second round, and it pissed me off because I was thirsting for Washington to get this man. I watched him every game for Texas A&M in college. And he jumped off the screen. Every game. The NBA truly bothers me. I don't think scouts in the NBA truly know what to look for in a player. Literally, I don't think they do. It's too many misses in the NBA draft. And yes, you could say, you just didn't work out. But stop this. Stop it. In the NFL and the NBA, there's entirely too many scouts that are relying on combine and not film. For example, let's talk Draymond Green right now. Draymond Green was drafted, what, 30? I don't even remember. He was a second-round draft pick. If you look at Draymond Green's tape at Michigan State all four years, Draymond Green had no business going in the second round. None. Zero. He should have been easily a first-round pick. He had no business going in the second round. Stephen Curry legit played out of his mind at Davidson and beat down every team in the North Carolina Triangle, Durham, Chapel Hill, and Raleigh. And he was the seventh pick in the draft. And what did Steph Curry do? Uh, you know, just win a couple of MVPs. You know what the knock on Steph Curry was in the draft? He's too small to play point guard. He's too small in the NBA. He's going to get pushed around. Now, I'll admit, starting out, didn't work out right. The ankles was loose. But boy, when that three ball came falling, oh, I can't believe he fell this late. Listen, they was already ready to kick Steph Curry out the league because of his ankles. It's either Steph Curry or Monte Ellis. If if Golden State gets rid of Monte Ellis, Golden State is stupid. I remember those ads. 
Mark Jackson said, I'm not stupid. I'm keeping Steph Curry. Mark Jackson, smartest man in the room. Monte Ellis fizzled out. Started getting worse injuries than Steph Curry. Ain't heard from Monte Ellis since. Ain't he in China? Now let's talk about Draymond Green, since Draymond Green is the topic. What was the knock on Draymond Green? He's not going to be able to play power forward at the next level. Why are we having this conversation still? What is the one thing that everyone always says about the NBA right now? It is positionless basketball until the draft comes up. Now, all of a sudden, oh, he's too small to play power forward. I thought it's positionless basketball. So that's what I'm saying. Like, these people these people have no clue what they're talking about. Zip, zero, zilch, nothing. Nada, nada, mira, zero. But I'll give you another example. People continuously say Anthony Davis needs to play the five for the Lakers. Every time Anthony Davis plays the five for the Lakers, he gets hurt. I I ain't got to say it. Proof is in the videotape. But I'm moving off topic again. I apologize. Let's go back to topic. Right now, the Boston Celtics is going to be a problem. That first year, the Jason Tatum came in the league, and they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. We knew they arrived. 2019. We knew they arrived. And now, I think I'm going to have to change my, my, my view on this. Boston's going to win this finals, man. Steph Curry is going to play out his mind. Clay Thompson is probably going to have one good game from here on out. I don't know what happened to Jordan Poole, but it, it just ain't there. And then we talk about Draymond Green, who's... Uh, I'm about tired of Draymond Green right now. Like, all over. You, you know that guy that just want to talk because he's in a position that is at a higher level than everybody else, so he feels like he's entitled to his work being bond. That's Draymond Green right now. Literally, that's Draymond Green right now. You want to know why I say that? If you confront Draymond Green about anything dealing with him, First thing you say is, you're not in my position. You can't say what I what I've been through. Blah blah blah. This ain't the nineties. This ain't the eighties. I can do this. You can't do that. That's that's how, that's Draymond's response. And that's a stupid re- response. You're not telling me anything, Draymond. You're not. You're trying to put your position and make it seem like it's better. Like, what what do we do? What is we doing here? But that's how I feel, man. Like, I, we we gotta stop being creatures of the moment when it comes to this NBA game, man. We do. I used to love watching the NBA. I can't stand to watch the NBA right now. 
I cannot stand. Literally, I didn't watch the NBA until the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Uh, no, I take that back. I watched the entire playoffs. I take that back. I did. But I wasn't consistent with it. A lot of the games were just so flimsy, man. It's it's unwatchable. It truly is unwatchable. The Toronto Philly series was very unwatchable. The next series when Philly lost, I couldn't watch that. So I'm just saying, listen, fans of the NBA, just enjoy the NBA for what it is. Stop trying to make it seem like you know more than the next. You're better than the next. All that other crap because it's bull. It's 100% bull. Okay. Boston in six. They're going with it in six. And after this break, I got to talk about my home team, man. I really do. We got to talk. Be right back. All right, guys, we back. Um, Now I got to talk about the Washington Commanders, Washington football team, the Washington Redskins, whatever you want to call them. Um... I, um, I don't know, man. Listen, the Washington Washington Commanders, it's hard for me to say Commanders. I don't like their name. The Washington Commanders as a whole, and I'm going to break it down, everything that we have to think about here. I'm going to get to the worst last. First off, Let's talk about the stadium situation. Okay. They want to rebuild a new stadium, which is fine. As a Washington fan, I truly never liked FedEx Field. Never. I don't know what it was. It just didn't have the aura of RFK. RFK was torn up, beat down, but it was home. You know, you, you know that hoopty that you had since 1990, 1980s. Every five minutes, you got to move some stuff around in your car just to get it started up. That was RFK Stadium. It was your baby. But to anybody else that wasn't you, the car was jacked. But it got you from point A to point B. You know what FedEx Field is? That Lamborghini that's low on 18s with pretty rims and can't get over a speed bump. That's FedEx Field right there. It looks good. Looks good from the outside. Once you get inside and start driving it, you start to realize that I want my, I want my hoopity back. I think that's the dilemma that the commander's in right now. They want to make a stadium that has that feel of old RFK, which was one of the smallest stadiums in the league. Very compact. The noise stayed in. The stands would rumble. 
I, I used to sit in the section in RFK Stadium as a kid. You could jump up and down. The stadium is, is rocking with you. I mean, we love that. So the plans that they were talking about is finding a location. More than likely, I think it's going to be the Landover location. Rebuild a, a 55,000-seat stadium, which would be, what, the third lowest, I think? Se- second, third lowest? And create a new home field advantage. Now, since it will be in the 55 range, Washington cannot host a Super Bowl. Now, we know Dan Snyder. I think he's going to try to figure out something to get some extra money on the side. But this is... This is the Washington team we're talking about here. Now, at one point, they was talking about getting some property down south in Loudoun County, Virginia. Which, if you know me, I'm not a fan of. So, if I decide I want to go to a game and drive out to Loudoun County, that's like an hour, I-15. And that's barely no traffic going outside the city, down south. So, could you imagine with a Washington game going down south in that traffic? Oh, it might take you two, two and a half hours to get to a game, son. And the layout that they had was right next to the 95 highway. So, I mean, take take it how you will. But I think they need to put it back at Landover. Like, Landover got a lot of land. They could easily close off a part of the parking lot and, and rebuild a stadium and then change the routes through there. And actually where the stadium is now, they can like create some buildings and some work area. They could, it, If you guys have never been to FedEx Field, listen, there's a lot of space at FedEx Field. A lot of it is parking right now. But it's a lot of space. Like, enough space to rebuild a new stadium. They could do it. They really could. Okay? Now, next. Uh, we need to talk about some of these off-season stuff that they, that's been going on. So, Dan Snyder here has been manipulating us to believe so many things going on that is a huge problem right now. First off, this man has done so many negative things to the cheerleaders, to women in the organization, to the point where it's it's a disgrace that it's not being talked about in the media more than what it is, which is none. Okay. John Gruden, the former head coach of the Raiders, has come out and said that, you know, a lot of the emails should not have gotten him fired. There was things said, things going on that, uh, you know, should not be talked about as a fireable offense. And I think 
you go see guys like like Dan Snyder and Washington's former GM called to the stand. I'm telling you. But I don't have that many hot takes on that. Only hot take I really got on that is the fact that these people are just dumb. You ever heard people say some people are the dumbest, smartest people? That's Dan Snyder. Literally the dumbest, smartest guy in the room. He just has no clue. He has a vision, but no clue. His vision is for himself. You ain't got the same line. Just look at the proof. Now, let's talk about this roster. I'm still disappointed at how ruthless people are going at Carson Wentz right now. 100%. I hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. Why do I hate it? Not because he's Washington quarterback. I hate it because homeboy played good football. He legit played solid football. Yes, he made a few mistakes. But what quarterback didn't? Like, I legit got into an argument with one of my boys about Matt Ryan being a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. And I straight up laughed at him. Like, you got to be kidding me. Matt Ryan has been exposed to be a mediocre quarterback for so long. And people will steady ignore everything about this guy. Literally. Listen, Matt Ryan, since Julio Jones left Atlanta, Matt Ryan has not been the same quarterback. Ain't nothing changed. He ain't had no crazy injuries. His weapons are solid. But basically, if you compare the weapons that Matt Ryan had over Carson Wentz, and you tell me that what Carson Wentz had was better, you're not a football fan. You're not watching any football games. Well, Irvin, the Colts had a better offensive line, running offensive line. Just go back the last four years. Andrew Luck running for his life. He retires the next year. Jacoby Brissett runs for his life. He gets traded. Phillip Rivers, okay, he had a minor success, but if you look at his tape, he's running for his life. Carson Wentz hurt both of his ankles on one play, running for his life. What what are we missing here? Is the tape that I watched bad? I just want to know. But when you look at the guys like Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor getting the, I'm thinking Fred Taylor when I say Jonathan. Every time he gets the ball, the run blocking is impeccable. Impeccable. It's amazing. Now let's look at Carson Wentz's weapons. 
Pascal. We can easily say Pascal will never be top 30 wide receiver in the league. Go ahead. You can count him. T.Y. Hilton. How many games T.Y. Hilton played last year? need y'all to find that out on him. T.Y. is my guy, man. Go T.Y. to death. But, I, I, come on, man. Did he got Mo Ali Cox to tight end? The best player, Jonathan Taylor. Not a wide receiver. Which means he's throwing the football to guys that Peyton Manning, I mean, excuse me, guys like Andrew Luck gave a profile to. Carson Wentz went from pretty much nothing in Philly. And yes, you can bring up Alshon Jeffrey if you want. I dare you. I quadruple dare you. Like, I don't understand. Kyle Pitts for Atlanta. Trump's everybody has ever been a wide receiver for Carson Wentz. Julio Jones trumps everybody that has played for Carson Wentz. Like, let's do this. Like, let's talk. But it's whatever, man. Like, like I say, man, like, I don't understand the hate for Carson Wentz. Like, dude legit said, well, Carson Wentz fumbled the ball seven times. Okay. Three of them he lost. Matt Ryan, 13 fumbles. Seven of them lost. What are we doing? And and Matt Ryan, I know you're not going to listen to this, but who 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 is allowing this garbage to continue? I got to get it, man. I know. And it sucks, man. It truly does. Freaking stupid. So, let's do this. Um, let's not criticize the moves a lot of teams are making until the first game of the season. Serious business. Serious business. I, I, I'm just tired of it. Like, my boy said I'm upset because he's a Washington quarterback. Okay, that's part of it. But the guy legit had a pretty solid year. And guys are rating him under guys like Carson Wentz, who's thrown games away, legit. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's ridiculous. So, let's go into the next topic. Deshaun Watson, man. I don't know what to do, man. 
Deshaun Watson has officially ended his NFL career over a massage. I now think that he did something. Now, I'm not saying he raped anyone. I'm not saying he had sexual relations with anyone. But I'd be damned if he ain't do nothing. And this is bad. It's very bad. And the crazy thing is... It's just going to get worse. It's going to get very worse. Don't know what to do. Oh, well. So, I'm going to run through one. Should I do one more or two more? I'll do another one. So, let's talk about the WNBA. The WNBA is going through some things that... uh is very, very, very interesting. So the WNBA has a... What's the word I'm looking for? They have a slight problem that can easily be fixed. The problem is you have too many players and not enough teams. You got... You got enough teams for for people to easily find their favorite team, and they're not doing it. You got a lot of superstar players in the league that even the ones that are mediocre have star power. They're not addressing it. Like right now, they have what they call a hardship contract. A hardship contract, which basically means you can sign a player for a certain amount of money tax-free and not get penalized for it. That's that's pretty much what it means. So, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of something to say. I, I can't. I can't. So, last but not least, I got to talk about my journey for a little bit. I was going to put it in a different podcast, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about my journey. Especially this last two months. So, for about a month and a half, your boy has been picking up AAU basketball for the Classics Girls basketball team. And uh, it's funny, I was telling a couple of girls the other day, I had no clue what I was getting myself into. Zero. Like, to the point where... I was going to pass out... From exhaustion... 
from picking that up. So, right now, just to give you guys an idea, I have a day job. Okay, so that's eight hours. Um, three days a week, I travel to the Bethesda, Rockville, Maryland area, which without traffic is about 20, 30 minutes from the place that I work at. Okay. So that's three hours. Did I practice for two hours? Okay. And then I practice for another two hours. All at three different spots. So that lets you have an idea. It's a lot going on. So, it was a lot that was on TikTok. And if you guys want to follow my TikTok, it's B-I-G-I-R-V-716. People are viewing my videos and saying it needs to be a certain length. So... I didn't do it a certain length because I wanted the video to be quick and easy and have everybody paying attention. It's a good idea. But, um... Actually, there is no buts. So, like, like, days like today, when I'm on my way home, after doing another eight-hour... I'm going to sleep. I'm taking me the meanest nap that naps have ever had. I'm taking more naps than that crusty head boy that went to St. Petersburg. Yeah, I had to say it like Steve Harvey. Crusty headed boy. But, uh, yeah, yeah, let me tell you something, that boy. But listen, in my day in Chicago, a woman. Y'all know how Steve Harvey talk. So, yeah. So, that's that's what's going on. And then also, I'm coaching another summer league girls team. So, I got the high school. I got AU. And I got these other. Listen. I tell everybody this. Tuesdays is my worst day. Because literally, from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m., I never touch home soil. Like, I'm headed home right now to take me a quick nap to get up to go to work around 6.30. But it's rough, man. I don't know how I'm going to do this during the, year, during the year, but it's going to get done. Now, for one, I appreciate you guys listening in, for sure, for sure. Fresh show. Uh... Also appreciate you guys sending in your messages. I'm trying to rack up a few messages and then do like a full-on screen with some messages. At one point, you guys wasn't doing it. Alright? And, um... We're going to go on this journey together, man. I appreciate y'all guys, man. Listen. From the people to the West Coast, to the other people in the D.C. area, to the people in the South, to the people up North, to the people in Europe, to the people in Asia... Yes, I do see the stats. I appreciate y'all listening in. I'm going to see Jurassic Park tomorrow. Watch out for that review. I'm, pr- I'm probably going to try to do it with all the kids. I'm going with my niece and my nephews. 
and my nieces to go check it out. I might try to figure out a way to have all of them put into the review. It's really interesting because they talk too much. And my niece just tends to drift away and talk loud about something that has nothing to do with what the conversation was. So we'll do that. Um, yeah, man, I appreciate everything. The games was crazy. I'm missing a lot of players. Varsity teams missing a lot of players. We had a lot of crazy injuries. And last night we had another freak injury that kind of like, I, 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 I've never seen anything like that in my life, but it was scary. Um, so yeah, listen, I appreciate you guys for everything. Thank you for sticking in with your boy. I should be back. We, 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 we going to do some business, man. We're going to have some fun. So let's, let's do a roundup. Boston six last year for the Redskins coaching staff, the commanders coaching staff. Hopefully one last year before the stadium decision is made for the for the commanders. Um the one, two, and the three for the commanders. And last but not least, my life is tiresome. But I enjoy every minute of it, man. I love basketball, I love being around basketball. I'm ready to get to the point where I'm getting paid on the level of a lot of players to, to coach basketball. And then that's when the greatness is going to come. But in due time, taking my time, putting in my dues, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Boy, let me tell you something, boy. Uh, that ain't up on the board. And if that's on the board, uh, I'm going to go ahead and eat my bow tie. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, everybody. So, y'all know the links. The Cash App, Irvin Payne, I-I, all one word. The Twitter, the TikTok, the IG, Big Earth 716, all that good stuff, man. Holla at me when you can. I appreciate you guys. We'll see you later. We're going to talk some more. Peace out.